Hey guys, it's Savannah Skinner here, and today I'm going to discuss an issue that has been relevant in the news, especially lately since summer began. Peaceful protests versus non-peaceful protests. It has been a touchy subject due to the need for change in society and disagreements between sides arguing whether or not peaceful protests are more or less effective than violent protests. In history, we've seen both types of protests, with examples like the Salt March with Gandhi, which was peaceful, and the George Floyd protests that happened this past summer, some of which have been peaceful and some not. In my opinion, I think that protests have not held the effectiveness that they once did when hippies were still seen as a threat to society. That being said, I believe that non-peaceful protests hold more power than peaceful ones do in this day and age. We will explore this stance by digging deeper and looking at the nature of protests, examples of different types of protests with effectiveness levels of each, and when we need both. So let's get into the nature of protests. We have seen many protests start out peaceful and then turn violent, along with the opposite happening. In my opinion, the types of protests that turn violent are ones where the protesters feel threatened and like they are being made a mockery of, or are being made out to look like they are doing something bad. For example, if someone is protesting a recent unjust murder by a police officer, Some peaceful protesters are going to feel angered when police officers show up to the protest. It triggers something in their mind and causes them to feel contempt because they generalize one police officer's actions to represent all police officers' actions. This can be furthered when police officers do and say things to retaliate. Then other protesters follow suit with the violence and it becomes a representation of mob mob mentality. Another reason protests can turn violent is by mob mentality alone with no external stimulus. This is due to the fact that when a large group of people, some when with a large group of people, some start to feel invisible and think that no one will notice when they do something wrong. This is furthered when others start to do the same way, do the same thing and when then they follow the actions of others. This is furthered when others start to feel the same way and then they follow the actions of others. As far as when you can expect peaceful protests to become violent, there is no set specific time. This is because in past history there have been peaceful protests with large numbers that have remained peaceful while there have been some that haven't. It really depends on how many people are there, whether or not there are any aggravators, etc. Overall, the nature of protests is that they are generally set for good intentions, but sometimes get out of hand when there are uncontrollable factors. Some examples of protests that I will talk about include the protests at Tiananmen Square in 1989, the 2020 protests in response to George Floyd, and the LA Rodney King riots. Let me preface this with me saying that, first, that I do not believe that murder should be needed for protests. I don't believe that looting innocent small businesses should happen either. 
When I say I believe in non-peaceful protests in, in 2020, I mean that I believe that violence should be used as a last resort, which seems to be a common theme of what has to be needed in recent years. I believe this due to the fact that protests will not go noticed until there is some sort of problem that results from protests that the government has to fix. I believe that burning government property when people do not get hurt is okay. I believe that stealing from large corporations that promote terrible things is okay. I only believe these things due to the fact that the government will always find a way to help fix them. That being said, let us get into the examples of protests. First, we have the Tiananmen Square protest. This was a peaceful protest in China that turned out to be unsuccessful because the Chinese army ended up killing the peaceful protesters. This supports my argument due to the fact that even though it was peaceful, the cause that the protesters were wanting was not able to be reached because of the fact that they were silenced first before anything. Continuing on, we have the George Floyd protests of 2020, which is a pretty good variety of peaceful and non-peaceful protests. I feel like the government only started to notice that it needed to be fixed when it turned non-peaceful and became an epidemic that spread all over the country, which proves my point exactly when I say that little violence is needed. It caused unity in communities and gave people a newfound passion for human rights. It also impacted our election really heavily with the reactions of the candidates regarding the protests and the topic of Black Lives Matter. I feel like protesters aren't done yet, but are mostly very happy with the progress that has been made in a few short months, which is what has made it mostly a success in the eyes of protesters. Lastly, we have the Rodney King riots of 1992. These riots were in response to the police brutality of Rodney King, a man who was driving drunk and taking police on a high-speed chase. People were infuriated and resorted immediately to setting fire to buildings, killing, etc. They were not successful and were viewed as monsters to society, which proves my point that violence in excessive amounts does not do any good in the world of protesting. Overall, violence and peace can go hand in hand in creating a protest that is noticeable and successful. Though violence and protesting has been seen as a damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing, protesting in general has seemed to be bringing attention to what is wrong in our country. Black Americans across the country are noticing more and more spotlight being brought onto the topic, but are still quite unimpressed with what has yet to be done to fix it. There have been temporary fixes, but overall Black Americans are still fighting for what they have been wanting for the past 60, 100, even 200 years, permanent equality. Regardless of the type of protest, they have not been able to get their wishes for this long, but there seems to be gradual changes happening. People of other races are getting involved and are helping with them, which is a major dub regarding to steps to getting what they want. There's a time for both types of protests. Violence is needed on major subjects that have continued to remain unchanged, like with the Black Lives Matter movement. I feel like peaceful protests are needed when it doesn't interfere too much with human rights like global warming protests.
Overall, protesting can be a great thing regardless of whether it is peaceful or violent because it sheds light on important subjects. It is needed to allow progress to be made in the world and is needed to allow people to have a platform on subjects that matter. This has been Savannah Skinner and my two cents on protesting and the effects of it. Let me know if you have any questions or comments about this podcast. Thank you. Bye.